Hello, neighbors. So happy to hear from you again. Woohoo! Thanks for listening. Welcome to episode eight of the Feeding Made Easy podcast, where we continue our story in the Choose Your Own Adventure series. We're back talking about Becky. Becky was that 40-year-old woman who had difficulty with breastfeeding. She saw a lactation consultant, but left the hospital not feeling 100% sure of how well she was breastfeeding her baby. Then she was asked to follow up with her baby's doctor. The baby's doctor took the baby's weight and said to Becky, who was exclusively breastfeeding, Get yourself to a lactation consultant right now. If you do not, the baby does not gain a significant amount of weight within the next three days. When you come here again, I'll be sending you and your baby back to the hospital. What? That's a scary experience for Becky, who's trying to juggle so much, including taking care of her older son, living paycheck to paycheck, being a single mom, and now trying so hard to breastfeed, even though she previously got some help in the hospital with it. Breastfeeding is still so hard for her. Now she has that added stress. How is she going to go back to the hospital so quickly again, shortly after leaving? I'm using the story to illustrate an example. Some of you may have actually been there. Maybe you were in that single mom. Maybe you were in living paycheck to paycheck. Yet after you were discharged from the hospital with your baby and you went to have your baby's wet checked a couple of days later using that wonderful scale at the doctor's office, the doctor was concerned about the amount of weight in that child, the amount of weight loss in that child. It happens. It probably happened to a couple of you. Give me a hands. Give me a sh- hands up if it's happened to you. Unless, of course, you're driving. Don't put your hands up if you're driving, but otherwise put your hands up because it has happened. The next question is, what do you do about it? We'll spend this some time discussing some of those options. You're caught in what seems like an almost impossible situation. Most lactation consultants are not going to have availability to see you in person within three days, especially right now, because right now at the time of this recording, we're in the middle of an epidemic with COVID-19. Plus, your body is already having trouble gaining enough weight despite you trying so hard to breastfeed. Yeah, your baby's having trouble gaining that weight. Who is to say that seeing a lactation consultant right away will make a huge difference in the weight gain within the next few days? Yes, you want to prevent yourself from going to the hospital. So what do you do? I'm Dr. Evka. I'm a physician and mom to a young child who fed reluctantly. I remember feeling so scared and so alone as it was hard for me to find the answers to my child's feeding difficulties and to improve the feeding. Fast forward past many doctor's visits, lots of reading, multiple certifications on various aspects of feeding, and many feeding therapy sessions later with me as the mom, you will see a child and a parent who have both gone a long way in the feeding department. Life feels so much less scary. I have so much powerful knowledge regarding early childhood feeding. Feeding has become easier and I have more of my life back. I created this podcast as I want you to have actionable, simple, step-by-step strategies so you, you don't have to feel as scared or as alone as I once did. If you have some questions about nutrition and picky eating, if you have a young child with lots of symptoms but no good solutions regarding why feeding seems more difficult than you would expect, if you have a diagnosis but do not know where to get more good, actionable, step-by-step information, you're in the right place. Welcome. Let's get learning. 
Just remember that this material is for educational purposes only. I'm not your doctor. If you or your child have specific medical concerns, please see your doctor. Okay, so today's episode is sponsored by the Crying Baby Academy. This is for new parents who have noticed that their babies just cry and cry, are difficult to console, or seem really fussy. In other words, these are new parents whose children might be described as having colic, maybe. The concept of the Crying Baby Academy actually came about from a conversation that I had with a mom in one of my local mom's groups. She was talking about the difficulty that she was having with her baby and all the crying that was going on all that heart-wrenching crying. I remember it myself as if it happened yesterday because that was my life just a couple of years prior. When my baby was first born, it felt like she cried 24 hours in a day, even though I'm sure that she slept. It was really hard and I wonder what was going on with my baby. Why was my baby crying so much? I went to... I wanted my baby to stop this inconsolable crying as quickly as possible because I wanted to get some sleep. I know it's kind of selfish reason how I wanted to get some sleep, but I was actually also worried about my baby. I wanted to go to work, okay, but I was worried about my baby. I wanted things to be okay right away, but it took some time. In the meantime, I worried about my baby. I created the Crying Baby Academy to help people going through a similar experience. I learned so much going through it, even though I saw babies as a doctor for years. Talking to parents about their babies during a 10 to 15 minute visit is very different from having to experience it all the time, day in and day out, living through it. I'm looking for beta testers because I think I've created a good course in my Crying Baby Academy, but I want to make sure that it answers your questions. I want to hear your questions and I want to be able to answer them. Thus, if you're interested in applying for the Crying Baby Academy, just go to my website, drevka.com. Information about is located on the homepage. All right, let's go back to this episode. You've just been told that you need to see a lactation consultant right away. What do you do? Part of what you do is guided by your personality. And so I don't think that there's a very perfect answer for what you do. And I wanted to give you some ideas of what you potentially could do. And I'm going to base those ideas on your personality type. So let's go over that. Have you ever taken one of those quizzes that tells you which character you're most like? So one of the shows that I really like is called Queen's Gambit. That's pretty popular right now. And there's actually a quiz to see which character on the show most matches your personality. Some of you may have never heard of this show, but bear with me. Queen's Gambit is one of my favorite shows right now because it brings me back to what I was like in high school. At that time, I was the only female on my high school's male chess team. I really liked chess back then, even though I was the only girl on the team, because it stimulated my mind in such a good, logical way. I really enjoyed it. I was the only girl, but it didn't matter. And now looking back at that time in my life, kind of think about the Queen's Gambit. The main character is a very, very smart female, and she's playing against the men on the chess team. and brings back some good memories of those times. As I was watching the show, I started to look at quizzes, and one of the quizzes I found was labeled, What character in the show is your personality most like? Now, some of your options may include that you're a little bit like Beth Harmon, or Benny Watts, or Jolene. Have any of you taken that test? Do you know what I'm talking about? 
for those of you who haven't watched, I'll get to the point in a moment. If you have watched, then guess what character comes up for me again and again. I'm consistently, wait for it. Okay, so I'm consistently Harry Beltic. Yeah, that's right, I'm a boy. Yeah, Harry Beltic, that's me. I was surprised by the results, but that keeps showing up. I'm a doctor, and as a doctor, I'm into logic, facts, looking at the scientific research and trying to make sense of it. I want to understand the why. It may appear like I'm all in my head, but if you watch the show for long enough, you'll also notice that Harry Beltic has the kind, sweet heart. I get that because I made the Feeding Made Easy podcast or I made this podcast and I made the Dr. Evka Feeding Handbook website. And what was the reason for it? I know it's like to have a child with feeding difficulties and I want to help you. I'm one of you. And so my heart is truly in this to help you. Okay. And so enough bragging there. Sorry. Just wanted to let you know uh, my heart is in there for helping you. <laughs> anyway, so maybe you've taken that quiz or maybe you've taken another personality quiz. My point in all of this is that quizzes can be fun, especially personality quizzes, because I enjoy them. They can give us a better sense of how we might relate to a world based upon our personality types. Obviously, these personality types don't completely define you. They're just the fun thing that you can do that kind of sets you apart. You've probably heard about the type A and the type B personality. You've probably heard that they can be polar opposites. I'll get more into that in a moment, but you can also know that there's a type C and a type D personality. If you have a type A personality, you're like this take charge person. Under stress, you take charge. That's different from the type B individual. The type B individuals are more relationship oriented. They might appear enthusiastic, friendly, and charismatic. Instead of being motivated to perform a task because of the challenge of it, they seem more motivated by fun and socialization. If they're trying to get tasks done, they're gonna be more interested in doing them if there's a fun component or if they get together with other individuals. All right, you might be thinking, huh, I might be a type A, or I might be a type B, but there's also a type C or a D. Which one is most like me? So type C is going to be that detail-oriented person who's cautious and logical, but sometimes they get in their own way. They get caught up in the details and the facts. They want to make sure that everything is perfect. They might be so caught up in that perfection that they might not necessarily do things as quickly as some of the other types might. For instance, the type A personality will just charge through and hope that things kind of figure themselves out while they're chugging through, chugga chugga choo, really fast. On the other hand, the type C asks, am I doing this correctly? Is this really what should be happening? Or what would be the perfect solution here? And so the type C person would like to take some time to kind of look over their options. Not to say that the type A doesn't, they do, but the type C, generally speaking, likes to take even more time. Now, how about that type D individual? These individuals might go through life a little more slowly. They're uncomfortable with constant change or being in chaotic environments. They're good at playing supportive roles, 
But if things feel too chaotic, if they have to do too much too quickly, if life is stressful, they're going to have a hard time with that. They, they may be the personality types that are more likely to kind of step back from a situation or almost deny its existence at times just because it's too much for them to handle at that moment. Not to say that this is necessarily a bad thing. We're going to explore how each of these personality types will play out in the case of Becky. If you are a type A and you respond to her situation in a particular type A kind of way, what would that likely look like? If you're a type B, a type C, or a type D, how would you respond? Based upon how you respond, you might get a different outcome. We're going to kind of explore that too. Don't forget that whatever personality type you are, I think you're amazing. Yep, you're amazing. There are just personality types. They are not truly who you are. Whatever personality type you are, don't beat yourself up. I think you're great. You're doing the best that you can. However, it's good to remind yourself that each of these personality types is going to respond a little bit differently to stress and to stressful situations. That example of what happened to Becky might not happen to everyone. You might not be in this situation where you just gave birth, left the hospital, went to see the baby's doctor three days later, and were told that if the baby doesn't gain enough weight, you'll be going to the hospital. You might not be in that situation, but along your feeding journey with your child, you're going to find yourself in situations that could be stressful. You're going to have to respond to that in different ways. Part of the way that you respond to stressful situations has to do with that personality type. This brings up me up to my freebie for this episode. Remember, I do freebies from most not all, but most of the episodes with this freebie, I'm going to go through the personality types a little bit more. I'm also going to give you an example of another stressful situation and how a person with a particular personality type might respond. If you want to see the freebie, since you're reading the blog post on this page, just go to the end of the post. You'll find it there. You can also get there by going through my website, drfka.com, and clicking on the Instagram icon. It's right at the top of the very top of that page, and you're going to be directed into my Instagram page. I include the freebies on Instagram. If you happen to be on Instagram page, thank you. It's a new thing that I'm just starting. I'm just starting using Instagram. Like, I have to tell you that a month ago, I didn't even know what Instagram was. I feel kind of embarrassed saying that, but I just didn't. And I hope that you learn a lot of information on Instagram. I'm just figuring it out. Since we are talking about Instagram, I wanted to talk about this cool new feature that I have on Instagram. Every week I post an ask me anything section, or at least I'm going to try to, as soon as I figure out this Instagram thing. What that means that if you write a comment under the ask me anything Instagram post, I'm going to talk to you about my response to that shortly afterwards. Okay, sorry, I got a little sidetracked. I bring up the freebie because on your feeding journey with your young child, you're going to wind up in stressful situations. Sorry. I would love it if you weren't in stressful situations. Stressful situations can be uncomfortable, but you're going to wind up in these stressful situations. When you're in them, it's good to think about your reaction. If you're puzzled by your reaction or if you're puzzled by the reaction of your significant other or someone that you really care about, think about that reaction in terms of personality types. I'll discuss that a little bit more in another episode, personality types and how they lead to some conflicts. 
for now, just think about how you're reacting in terms of the personality types. I do believe that the personality types tend to some degree predict the behavior. They don't predict all of it, but they can predict your behavior at least somewhat. Perhaps to such a degree that they can help explain how you'd respond to a situation. You might not necessarily find yourself in the same situation as Becky, but part of you will respond to that situation or similar situation based upon your personality type. Because of these responses, you might wind up with different outcomes. I use the example of being in a situation where you're basically told that you have three days to increase your baby's weight or wind up in the hospital. I want you to think about that situation and think about how you respond to it based upon your personality type. We're going to see that as we go through this exercise that each of these personality types winds up making choices that might lead to potential outcomes. You might be someone with a type A personality and based upon that personality, I'm going to predict how you might respond. However, you are your own person. You are not a personality type. Your response may actually wind up being quite different. I'm talking in terms of generalities, but speaking generalities, that person with a type A, a type B, a type C, or a type D personality is going to have a different response. They may end up with a different outcome. I want to describe the most likely outcome based upon that person. So drum roll, please. All right. So what would a person who is very type A do in Becky's situation? She might say, on your mark, get set, go. This may be hard, but I'm up for the challenge. I'm always up for a challenge because I can win. I'm going to win. My goal is to make sure that the baby does not go back to the hospital and gains exactly the amount of weight that the doctor wants. And I'm going to make sure that happens. I'm going to do that regardless of what else I need to drop at this moment because it's going to happen. I'm going to go on the phone with the insurance company right now and I'm going to find the name of every single lactation consultant that I could possibly see. And then I'm going to call all of them. All of them. I'm going to call all of them. And if that doesn't work and I can't reach anybody, then I'm going to see who I can see virtually and pay for it without insurance if need be. If I still can't find someone, maybe my baby needs formula. You know, formula? Maybe the solution right now is to work with formula. While I'm trying to figure out how to breastfeed, maybe formula is the answer. And oh, by the way, I also want to try a better breast front. Maybe a hospital grape breast bump. Maybe that breast bump that I have right now is just not good enough. And maybe the baby needs a bottle with pump breast milk. Or maybe some, if you really get somebody who's type A, they're going to come up with solutions and they're going to execute. And their good life is going to be busy, but they're in it for the win. Their focus, their focus is going to be on making sure that the baby and the child or the mom's <laughs> the focus is going to be the making sure that the baby and the mom the type a mom don't go back to the hospital and that the baby continues to gain weight so watch the type a person go then the type a person moves so quickly from one decision to another just trying to make it happen until they get very close to actually making it happen that's type a in a nutshell.
then you have type B. And type B is quite different. How would someone who characterizes the type B persona act? Drum roll, please. Can I have another drum roll? Okay, guess what? The type P persona is not going to be that person who's aggressive and patient and full of a high level of stress. It's not going to be that person that tells everybody, hey, get out of my way because I'm going to make sure that this gets done. Instead, the type B individual tends to be more calm and more laid back. They try to bring the community together because they can take a village to raise a child. The type B persona is going to be more low stress and they're going to try to figure out how to help their child while also getting other people involved. What are people often asked to do in order to lower their stress? They might be asked to socialize. One of the ways that people lower their stress is not to feel so alone, to discuss their problems with others, and to get help from others. In that way, they are able to accomplish more, not necessarily as an individual, but as a team. That's kind of what the type B person does that is a little different from the type A. While type A is oriented to the task, type B is asking what they can do to make the stress a little more fun or at least something that is not as unbearably stressful. The type B still wants to have some calmness in life. Type B individuals are going to be the ones who are trying to create a team around them to help solve their problems. Yes, they may be calling the same insurance company asking for the same lactation consultants as the type A person. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, we all call it at times. But anyway, that type B person is going to have a more friendly demeanor about it. They might for ask for help from the care manager on the team at the insurance company. A lot of insurance companies have these nurses that you can call. They're part of the nurse's line. They can help you accomplish things if you need to. Another way that a type B persona may be able to get things accomplished is to ask other people. They'll ask What's been in this situation? What have you done? They might connect with other people who've been in a similar situation, if they ask. And if they can't find those people in their immediate community, then guess what they do? They go online and online, places like Facebook groups, they describe the dilemma and they ask, what can I do in these circumstances? They're more focused on bringing the community together. There's a saying that they can take a village to raise a child, and a person with a type B persona is more likely to actually use that village. I actually think villages can be amazing. I'm creating this Dr. Evka platform because I want there to be a sense of community around pediatric feeding disorders. It is something that many of us are experiencing and we can use our collective knowledge to advocate for this and to make a difference. This reminds me, if you are listening to the podcast and you want to share your story about what feeding was like for you and your child, please do so. Be on my podcast. I want to hear your story and what it was like to have a child who had difficulty feeding or difficulty gaining weight. 
What did you do when you had concerns about nutrition and things like that? What did you do when your doctor said that the baby was not getting enough weight? Would you be willing to share those stories? Because I don't think that people talk about these stories enough. I want to bring awareness. Please, if you have feeding difficulties in your life, consider being on the podcast. Just go to drevka.com under the work with me section and let me know. We can do this together and you can choose to stay anonymous. All right. So thank you for listening to that tangent. We're talking about type A and type B personalities. Again, most people don't fall exactly into type A or exactly into type B. So we're talking more about falling into a continuum of personality traits. The things that I'm sharing are more general ideas. Just because you think you're going to act like someone with type B personality because you think you have a type B personality doesn't mean that when push comes to shove, that's exactly how you'll be behaving. I wanted to give you a sense of how these different personality types can guide your behavior and can potentially even influence the outcomes. We talked about type A and the type A persona was going to do whatever it took to make sure that their baby gained weight and didn't have to go to the hospital. They're going to do most of it on their own. They're just going to kind of figure out full steam ahead with a winning attitude. On the other hand, type B individuals are also concerned. They also want to do what it takes to help their child, but they bring that community with them. They want to bring everyone together. They want others to help work on their problem with them. So they're going to be reaching out to others who've gone through a similar experience. They're going to try to get some help. Then we talk about type C and D and how they would approach a situation like Becky's. Type C is going to be the rule abiding perfectionist, while type D is going to be more of that sensitive to others, calm, peaceful individual. We'll talk about how they respond to stress. So let's get moving. Let's start with the type C next. That's perfectionist. Drummle again, please. The individual with the type C personality trait is going to be that perfectionist who wants to get things done. They're going to work on getting things done. Unlike the type A who charges full steam ahead, the type C individual takes a little bit longer to make that decision and to work on things because they want to get the facts right. They're worried about not having enough information to be able to make the best decision quickly and they want to make good decisions in as much time as they can be given. Type C individuals tend to be studious. They're going to be more into the details and they may check their work several times to make sure it's accurate before handing it in or doing something. In the case of having to work quickly on a deadline of three days to get the baby to gain weight before having to go to the hospital, they're going to study hard. They're going to think logically. They're going to answer questions like, what is the best thing you can do at this moment to make sure that weight goes up? As they read the literature, as they study about the subject, they'll probably come up with a solution. That solution may be that they decide that it's best for the baby to start on formula while they work on breastfeeding. They're not going to give up on breastfeeding the baby, but will introduce the formula as a way to keep the baby to they're not going to give up on breastfeeding, but will introduce the formula as a way to help the baby to gain weight. Sorry. Okay, type C individuals make their decisions based upon the facts that they know and the details that they know at the time. They feel that if they were given more times, perhaps they would come up with a different decision. But given that it's three days, that's all they'll have to do. The other thing about type C individuals is that they tend to follow the rules. They're not going to be rule breaking individuals. If the doctor says, come back in three days, 
Most likely, the Type C individual will come back in three days. They're not going to cancel the doctor's appointment at the last moment to give them more time because they kind of understand what's at stake. That concludes our conversation about Type C personality. Can you imagine yourself in there? Earlier in the podcast episode, I talked about how much I love that TV show, Queen's Gambit. I did a personality type quiz whose purpose was to tell much about which of the characters in the show you're most like. I wound up showing up as Harry Beltek. He was this logical guy who thought things through a lot before he made the decision. He was also the guy with the big heart, but he wasn't the best at making decisions quickly. I can kind of see myself a little bit in that, although a lot of doctors are going to be your type A's. It's just the way it is. Not all of them are type A. There's probably a little bit of type A in almost all of them. Okay, okay. Okay, enough about me. Let's talk about you. Do you see yourself in any of the personality types? A, B, or C? If not, we're going to talk about type D. Next drum roll, please. Okay, so I'm going to slow things down a little bit when talking about the type D. If you're a type D individual, then you are so stoic. You may be feeling a certain way inside. You can feel scared. Your emotion can feel negative. You can feel worried or anxious about what's going on with your child. Yet on the outside, you seem calm and collected. You seem ready to help others despite how you feel inwardly. As a type D, you like your world to be calm and peaceful. You like to be in a place where things are stable. When you are encountering a lot of stress, something new, something that has to be taken care of very, very quickly, life can be hard. It may feel easier for you to kind of ignore the situation or deny it to some degree. It's not because you're out of touch with the situation. You understand reality, but more because you want to protect yourself. You want to protect your amazing, sensitive soul. Remember what happened with Becky? She was told that she wanted to to get her baby's weight up really quickly or wind up in the hospital. The deadline was three days. You may respond to that by saying, okay, it is what it is. I'm going to try my best. Let's try to see a lactation consultant, but I'm not going to go crazy looking for one. I'm going to see if there's anything else that I might help. Maybe I'll switch to some formula as well while I'm waiting. You may also choose to do much of what you already been doing as it can take a while to make big changes. Dealing with too many other emotions, being too frantic, looking for an answer, trying so hard to connect with all these other individuals or trying to find that perfect solution. All of those things might seem as if they're being done too quickly and it's hard for you. You might think that much of the situation is outside of your control and you're going to do the best you can with what time you have. You'll leave the rest of its circumstances into time. You already know what it's like. You already know what it's like to be in a bad mood. You already know what it feels like to feel anxious or not so good. You don't want to have any more of those feelings. You type D person, you. In fact, you may be suppressing some of those feelings, but you know deep down inside that they're there anyway. You just don't want another stressor to give you more of those same emotions. I know how hard a situation can be for someone with a type D persona. I know that much of it is expected of you 
rather quickly and I need you to stay present and at least focus on what's going on so that you can do what you need to do. It can be little steps as long as you can get help for you and your baby. There you have it. We talked about all of the different personality types and how they might respond to a stressful situation. When you have to make these decisions, where you have to act, think about how you're reacting. If you have time, think about the, in terms of these personality constructs, are you more of a type A? Or are you more of a type B, C, or D? Despite the personality type with which you might identify, give yourself a break. You're really just doing the best you can. You're being the best parent that you can be to your child. These situations can be hard for anyone. There's no guarantees in life. They just aren't. Someone who has a type A personality and has got, done everything they possibly can to have a baby may not get the outcome that they want. Um, just like that person who avoids the situation because it can lead to too much of these negative feelings, they might have the best outcome. It's hard to predict. Good versus bad outcome based upon personality type is kind of hard to figure out. There's so much more to what constitutes a good or a bad outcome and how you get there. There are a lot of other variables and other circumstances that are just outside the control of any one person personality type is there. We're all experiencing some level of stress when feeding our young children. I'm sure there's some kind of stress in there in your life. You're going to react to that stress in some way. Some of that stress reaction may be based upon your personality type. So there you have it. You've just listened to episode 8 of the Feeding Made Easy podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This concludes the story about Becky. If you want to hear more about that story and what happened, just let me know by commenting on it. You can tell me what you want to know more about. And you can tell me that you want to know more about what happens to babies who lose a significant amount of weight. You can tell me what you want to know. And you can either do that by going to my YouTube section and on YouTube commenting. Or you can comment on that on my Instagram posts. If you go to that podcast section on my Instagram page, you can come on there. I'm listening. I want to answer your questions. So go ahead and post them. So for the rest of you who are just listening, thank you. Thank you for participating in another episode of my podcast. Again, if you're interested in learning more about babies that cry a lot, are really fussy, or difficult to console, who almost have colic, consider beta testing my Crying Baby Academy. It's free as long as I'm accepting applicants and yours gets chosen. Go on. For all of you, thank you again. I look forward to seeing you around this time next week for another podcast.